Welcome to episode 199 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic, welcome to our first ever, probably last ever, Asian casserole. So we call it an Asian casserole. There's really no such thing as an Asian casserole. But um, the reason why it's an Asian casserole, because two, I think, because I'm Asian, uh, two major things came out this weekend. And the first one's Godzilla, which everybody knows about. Or I wouldn't say everybody. Basically, I think anybody who's a nerd knows about it. And the second one was released on Netflix, and it was called, or is called, Always Be My Maybe. Yes. Um, So we watched both these movies uh, from Thursday till now, whenever we're recording this. And we we wanted to talk about both. Based on the title alone, (laughs) which which ones would people say? Which which one would people say... uh, was awesome, and the other one was eh. Well, here's what's <laughs> funny is that I, I'm guaranteeing you right now, as our two listeners are listening and they see what the liner notes say for the for the episode, uh-huh. they're like, "You guys are you guys going to review Godzilla and the romantic comedy in the same fucking podcast?" And the yes. answer to that is yes, yes we because are. it's our show. <laughs> until somebody starts writing big fucking checks to us, we're going to do whatever the hell we want. We could. We could we could review a, a commercial one day and th- about like adult diapers if we wanted to. Like, <laughs> there's no doubt that we could do whatever the hell we wanted. We might have done that before. I don't know. Adult diapers, um, maybe. We could do food. We could do one on food. Oh God, that we could do one on food. I mean, food. We've done movies, it before. Too. I know. We've, we've done, done it before. We already got Subway out of the 30, way. 30 minute Subway rant. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of did White Castle and Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. That's the, <laughs> the White Castle burrito. <laughs> right. If so I still I haven't hear, figured out. If they make what? that, if they make that, I'm really, <laughs> I would like send me some well, money. Well, they're, they're we two different franchises. <laughs> they're two different franchises, so they can't cross over. Well, but like, no. I think Taco Bell, Taco yeah. Bell is like in the same company with. KFC, I think Pepsi. they're owned by the same yeah, people. Yeah, they're all owned by Pepsi. So, um, you know, I'm you just could probably saying, get like a fried chicken the, taco. I'm just saying if White Castle just comes up with the White Castle burrito, I'm going to be like really oh. pissed. I'm be like, wait a minute. We we came up with that first. Pissed or like, <laughs> or you're just gonna like, all right, you'll be bad for like five seconds. You're like, I'm going to have to try that now. They have this whole meeting of like, we got to we gotta pay these guys or whatever. And they only sell so they, they only sell them if the White Castles buy like a dispensary. <laughs> so they, <laughs> come, the only people so they go to their lawyers it. and they're like, we got to pay these guys millions of dollars. Plus, we'll give them like, you know, a year's supply. White Castle year lifetime of, for free. And plus, we'll give them a year's supply of White Castle. No, no, so I want the go, lifetime card. No, no, no. So they come I want to us. The, I want the like the steel metal card that says White they Castle. They come to us like, uh, like Starbucks. Like lifetime member. Like Starbucks went to Kramer, you know, in Seinfeld. They come to us and like, we'll give you, you know, a year's free supply of White Castle. And we're like, we'll take it. <laughs> they don't even get, they don't even get <laughs> to the monetary do? value. <laughs> yeah. They're like, okay. It's okay, like that yeah, episode great. in The Office. Oh, they do When everybody the thinks that. Yeah. Were, yeah, when everybody thinks the pastries are the 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 good gift, <laughs> they were going to the give peace them, keep the yeah. peace gift. He's like, shut up! They were good with the donuts. <laughs> <laughs> we are awesome. so far off topic. Um, <laughs> anyway, if you want to so pay again, us in White Castle, we'll be okay. 
Yeah, but I, I'd rather have, again, I'd rather have the lifetime, I'd rather have the lifetime card and go in anytime I want. I don't want it. You, I don't want White Castle for an entire year because then be like, like I'd be tired pounds. of it after like the first week. <laughs> you'd be like a thousand after the fir- Like after the first week, I'd be like, what do you want? Like, yeah, your, White Castle's going to kill me. Your kids are like, White Castle for dinner again? Fuck. No, no, no. It's breakfast. It's for breakfast. I'll take like a White Castle burger and put it in between two Pop Tarts. Just like you save like millions of dollars in groceries because that's all you're eating. <laughs> My entire house smells like those fucking onions. Oh God! All, all your kids have diabetes and shit. <laughs> and we've installed new toilets. <laughs> They're like bigger and like made out of steel. Like you're shitting in the army. We had to. Ch- we had to change the entire plumbing of our house. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know the, man. you know, like when you're watching like an army movie, they're made out of like stainless steel. Yeah, you're like my three year old shitting like a like a four year old. <laughs> <laughs> She's shitting like a man. Look at the you're sending pictures to your friends. Look at this. It's wraps around she the got bowl. Up, Holy she got, shit! <laughs> she got it up up the backside of. The <laughs> Like just explosion. That's amazing. Yeah, this is way off topic. Uh, okay, I still haven't right. figured out which one we should do first. I would say flip a coin, but I don't have one. I don't. Know. Let, let's do. Let's do. Let's do something out of the ordinary because I, I got a feeling we're going to save the best for last. And so we're going to start with Godzilla. Spoilers okay. for the review. <laughs> um. So okay. I'll, I'll give. I'll give my initial reaction because I think it's going to be more positive. Okay. Than go yours. ahead. So I, I enjoyed this movie. I disagree. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it when there were no humans involved. I enjoyed it a lot when there was no humans involved. I enjoyed it so much that I wanted more humans to die because <laughs> the humans in this movie are so fucking stupid. It's not even it's, – it's no wonder all the fucking titans want to take the earth back over because the humans are so goddamn stupid. Um, but that being said, again, initial, re- initial reaction is – when the humans aren't involved, everything that you've pretty much read about the movie is, I agree on. The movie is amazing. Like, it's a, it's the best Godzilla movie I'd ever seen for Godzilla and the action. It's amazing. The stuff that's in here, the, the music, the soundtrack, everything outside of the story is great. Um, so that's my initial reaction. Yeah, if you're going to this movie for story, fucking forget it. If you're going for spectacle, then this is the movie for you because there is some spectacle in it. I mean, in some of the some of the spectacle, they actually kind of make you sit in it with it for a while. Like whenever they did Mothra, I mean, they made Mothra look gorgeous. Uh, yeah, Mothra looks great. And then you know, you always have that that lady, the the Asian lady, is always every time Mothra shows up, she just closes her eyes and starts like. Swaying back and forth, like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, oh, you don't know why that she does that? No, why does she do that? It's a, is it it's a, of a song well, or something? The music, like, the, it's well, musical, it's right? it's a no, it's a it's a wink or a, a tie back to the original. Um, oh, okay. See, I'm you not, know, so I guess I'm not a cinephile. Yeah, I'm okay. Nerd. So, like, yeah. uh, so just so, so <laughs> this is going to sound so bad coming, like actually saying this out loud. So, remember in the movie, in this movie, where they were showing like there's actually two of them. Two, two of those Japanese yes. ladies. Okay, so in the original, like, we're talking like this Toho, like, uh, Godzilla. There's these, like, they're not even little people, but they're identical twin, like, the size of 
fairies. Okay. And they're they're played by two Japan twins. They're played by twins, but <laughs> they're shrunken down in really bad CG <laughs> for Godzilla movies. And they're just they're they're about the size of like a water bottle, you know, <laughs> and and they're tw- identical twins, and they're the ones that always have this connection to Mothra, right? Oh. So. They, I was like, how are they going to do this? Are they going to really shrink down these people? But no, they did it in a different way. So that's that's what that oh, was. Okay. That was so an homage, homage to. to okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I, that's the thing. Is like when I was watching it, I was wondering <coughs> half the time if there was homages to all the original. There was tons men suits, and I and I had tons. A, yeah, and it's seen. It's been a long time since I've really you know watched any of those. So I I just kind of assumed. I'm like, oh, that's probably yeah. an homage, or oh, that that thing's cool. Like, anytime I heard Godzilla like yell or scream or do this or that, I was like, oh shit, it sounds just like it. That's amazing. Right. You know? But so there's a lot of, but like, here's why we call it Asian casserole because there's a lot of things in this movie that if you're Asian and you watched all these fucking Godzilla movies, even the bad ones, even when Godzilla had the bulgy eyes and for some reason they had him like all cutesy in in a few like over a course of a certain time. Um, there were things in here that touched on all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and this is one of those things where, like we talked about it off, off the, off the show is nobody has really figured it out yet. How to make the humans relevant when all you want to see is just giant monsters fighting and Godzilla, not uh, Godzilla. The first one, you, you didn't like it as much, but the, I thought the human, factor in that movie was just as well and um kong skull island did it just as well you know what i just remembered we forgot all about the boring stuff we got into fucking white castle and still it's okay i'm still in my initial reaction so anyway uh, what i i didn't like this movie as much as you did but i will say this the last 20 minutes are fucking kick-ass so (laughs) i I, you know there was a lot of i i did wish i would have saw this on imax i think my um experience would have been a lot better but uh, well, they didn't film this in IMAX, and no. so I was a little disappointed that it was sixteen by nine, basically just blown up that to IMAX size. Because it, the visuals and some of the visuals are fucking breathtaking, but yeah, the movie. Is I wish whole, they did it's though. Just the, the thing is, like, they just kept jumping from thing to thing to get to those breathtaking moments, and it was right. And then there was a part in it that really was fucking weird, where Godzilla got his ass kicked and he disappeared, and then they had to go shove a nuclear suppository up his ass to get we'll, recharged. We'll get to that part. Yeah, anyway. Um, so let's go over the boring stuff. Uh, this is probably the latest we've ever done boring stuff. Yeah, let's stuff. look at the... Because the, right now it's a trilogy, right? But there's like one more to go. Right. So so um, let's go Godzilla, this one. Uh, King of Monsters is at 39% on Rotten Tomatoes. That is really low. That is DCEU territory. Um so not great fans. Uh, I mean, I'm not sorry, not fans. Um, um, r- critics are not liking it. Basically, saying the same thing we just said in the uh, in the opener um, that it's a spectacle movie, and you're not going to outside of that. Everything's kind of just dumb. So then you go back to the original, not the original, the 2014 Godzilla. That was at 75 percent, 314 reviews. Oh wow, that's pretty high. That pretty that's high. pretty high. That's pretty high. Um, and like I said, it's, that movie is, you get the, you know, the humans are just tolerable enough to get to Godzilla and there's a big buildup and they, and they follow the same formula for Godzilla that they did with Jaws. Yes. And, um, it's also another way to save a lot of money. There's a lot of breathtaking visuals in that as well. 
um, like the the Halo scene when the guys are jumping out of the plane. That was pretty badass. Yeah, I like that. So then you go to Kong Skull Island that came out in God. When did this come out? Twenty seventeen. Yeah, like a little over. Yeah, two two, uh, two years ago. Seventy-five percent as well, um, but a little bit more reviews. Three hundred fifty-eight. This one had a stellar cast. It had Sam Jackson, um, uh, uh, had John Goodman, uh, what, right? Yeah, John Goodman, yeah. Tom Hilson, Brie Larson, John C. Riley. Um, so, just a, a really big stellar cast. And I, as far as story goes, this one's a little bit better, I thought, than Godzilla. Uh, the human factor was but way the, better, and it was. But the cast was weak to me. Like I, Ken Watanabe, I like him because that was the connection to the first Godzilla, right? And then yeah, he's he's in all. Uh, well, he's in the first one. Yeah, but the other guy, the other guy, I see him in everything. He was in the original. He was in the um, the Peter Jackson King Kong, I think. I mean, he's he's been like everywhere. Uh, uh, he was in Friday Night Lights. He was my that was my favorite thing he was ever in. Um, but uh, oh, John C. Riley? No, 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 not John C. R- John C. Riley wasn't in this movie. The the guy, the um, the the father in this movie, he's 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 like the same role in every movie he does. But he oh oh but, I, okay yeah. But his biggest role, like for me, what what I really liked him in was Friday Night Lights. I think he embodied the coach, like the football coach, like really fucking well. I love that show. Um, right. But but every role he's been in, he's the same fucking guy. So even in what Super Eight, he's in Super Eight as the father. It's the same shit, like over and over and over again. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So yeah. I, that bothered me. I was like, "How oh, can you got someone or get a big star?" They didn't have a big star in this movie. Like they had the girl from Stranger Things, and they didn't really give her anything to do. And she's really wasted. She's extremely wasted, and and very um, preposterous in that. Well, I mean, we can get to that later. But how, well, let me just finish the boring stuff. Someone. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, King of Monsters uh, looks like it's gonna do maybe fifty something million. Um, That's really bad. I mean, wasn't this like yeah, a two hundred I mean, million dollar movie or some shit? It's like, uh, yeah. It's a lot. Um, and so, hopefully, hopefully it, hopefully it, it falls anywhere from fifty to sixty. Kong did sixty one its opening weekend, and the for the twenty fourteen Godzilla did ninety three. So that. Was, pretty high i think that was the biggest gross mm. for a godzilla movie ever on the weekend um that movie made the most um at five well 529 and then kong did 566 so kong did the most money yeah um which makes sense to make this one it's like well we've done a, over a billion dollars natural now. progression yeah we've done 1.1 billion dollars now Let's pull. But this is the first time. Let, I mean, let's just get into the shitty okay, stuff. Let's do it. This is the first time that those two, like, so this movie. I'm sorry, Godzilla 2014 and Kong. They're they're two. Those two movies did the best job that they could with the humans. I thought. Right. Um, this one falls into. I remember watching Godzilla movies as a kid and thinking, "Wow, this is really lame. I just want to watch monsters fight." You know, and you know, I don't want, I don't care. Why are you, why are you even taking the army out? You're going to lose. You know, Godzilla's just going to step on your tanks like always, right? And nothing's going to happen. And so, this movie, for the first time in three movies, um, did that. It just made me like, wow, you guys are fucking dumb. I yes. mean, <laughs> it, it has a Transformers moment. Would you like to know the Transformers moment? Oh God, the Michael Bay Transformers yeah, moment. Bay. So it's Rodan. 
So if you remember, they're they're mm. they're they're going right to the city. They're trying to be like, what about those people in the city? Let give them a chance to escape. We got to do something, please. Let's let's do something to help those the, those those natives get off. You know the you know get away from the city and, and get to safety, right? So Rodan is just sitting up on the volcano, just chilling, not doing anything. So what does the army do? They fucking go right headfirst into Rodan, shoot at Rodan, and then turn back around the other way over the city right. that they're trying to save. Yeah. And so what ends up happening? They Rodan flies over the city like and just destroys the city, right? And I'm thinking, wait a minute. There's so many multiple wrong things here. First of all, Rodan is just hanging out there. <laughs> if the army did nothing... Those people had a longer time to get away than what the army did. So basically, the army sped the process up yep. of them dying. Yeah. Right. Take, so this, that's the first take thing. Take them away from the people in the city, you fucking idiot! Didn't you learn from Superman? Right. You know, probably gonna be super. <laughs> so that was the first thing. Or don't do anything. Right. Because again, Rodan was just sitting on top of the volcano. Right. So you sped the process up. The second thing is: is why don't you just go straight ahead? Like after you, you know, fired at him and then went away and then veered away and then made a longer turn, right? By you turning back around over the city, again, you caused <laughs> all of their deaths. Right. So that was like a little bit of Star Wars too, where they're like, you know, there's multiple there's multiple ways of entering a place. And it's not just a place where the bad guy's at. Right, right. You can do little- If they just flew straight and then veer to the left you know they would have saved the city right but no they turn back around over the city and destroy the entire <laughs> fucking thing faster by the way it's, they were actually a they were actually more they made rodan more efficient right at killing humans like, wait 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 where are you going over here <laughs> he's like wow somebody whoever wrote this was like man you know it's taking too long to kill all these people i know <laughs> I'll disguise it as trying to save them. Well, you didn't get it past me because that's fucking stupid. It's based, again, that's a Transformers moment. It's like you're trying to save all the humans. You don't hurt humans. And now all of a sudden you bring the fucking battle to a populated downtown right. area. You try to divert the monster. And then if the monster. I fly him over the head. This monster is smart. Like he's following you. And then he's like, well, fuck this. I'm going back to the city and I'm going to blow it up. Then, then you're like, oh, shit. You know, that right. fucking But still, thing you would have gave him more time. Yeah, but. But all the army did was speed up their deaths. <laughs> Look, they're just going to blow shit up anyway. Let's just Not only did they it. not save those people, they sped it up. <laughs> those people had more time to live if the army did, just stayed the fuck out of it. It's like uh, in like, uh, what's that, uh, Ace Ventura 2, yeah. when nature calls, when, that, when, when he's trying to uh, help uh, Ace Ventura by throwing the spears at him. And it just gets fucking worse and yeah, worse and throws it into both legs. Yeah, he's like, stop, you know, basically he's like, stop helping him. Yeah. Stop helping him. Well, in this case, the those uh, those natives down there are like, don't, stop helping stop, us. Fuck. Yeah, stop it. He was just hanging out. He was literally just taking a shit in the volcano. <laughs> and you interrupted his shit. And now he's pissed. I just needed a minute. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even get a chance to fucking I wipe. Gonna, I was going to leave. <laughs> I was just hanging out here. Why'd you guys shoot me? Yeah. I just woke up over like a, like a 10,000 year sleep. And imagine you wake up after a 10,000 year sleep 17. and some fucking flies just start fucking attacking you. You'd be pissed. Fucking things, man. 17. And, Kong, and they only showed like six of them. Kong didn't even show up. Yeah, it only showed. One looked like a like an elephant or something. 
had like this yeah. really long. And the other yeah. one looked like the thing that was on Skull Island, <coughs> that creepy thing, the creepy spider-looking yep. thing. I was like, oh, yeah. that's Skull Island. And then, um, yeah. The one of the original mo- the original monster from Godzilla was there. Yes. Um, I mean, I don't know. I like the Mothra character, the Mothra beast, and I liked how it was like buzzing and crawling all over Godzilla. I was like, oh, so the cool. music, the music. If you if you're a big Godzilla fan from like you know the Japanese Godzillas and the guy in the suit, there's certain music that is always played throughout the movie, and even though. I believe in the Gareth Edwards Godzilla. They never touched on that music. Yeah. Um, in this one, it's it's throughout the entire thing. Yeah. It's like um, it's like watching the Avengers movie, and then like any time something happens with a different character, their theme song, you know, plays in. Yeah. Well, this movie did that, and that made me giddy as hell to hear That's the cool. Mothra music, and then it. hear like the Godzilla gets pissed off music. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all of that stuff I, is I sitting there. I like the music a lot. I really like the music a lot. I he did a really. I, I'm gonna, well, let's find out who the composer was because he did a, whoever the composer is did a really great job like, is he, at is he, just winking. Let's bring it back around. Is he Asian? <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Um, yeah, you keep talking. While I, I find mean, this. some of the um, you know the when we first meet Mothra, I I dug like it was in that really like cool looking cocoon and stuff, and then it like came out and it spread its wings out and. Um, But then that's when it introduced that device right at the beginning that, you know, by signaling it into their waves, you could control kind of their behavior. Like you could make them angry and attack or make them docile or make them, you know, run away and shit like that. And I, I thought the only interesting twist or interesting thing about the humans to me was that the mom, even though she had good intentions, she was kind of like. Oh yeah, we got to fucking destroy everything in order to rebuild. Uh, like, she was Thanos. What's that? Yeah, oh yeah, she was Thanos. Yeah, basically. I mean, she was just like, we got to destroy everything for it to cleanse it, the Earth to cleanse itself and just re, you know, redo itself. And I'm like, um, that's fucking retarded. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> that's uh, I, she must have saw. She's she saw Infinity War and didn't wait for Endgame. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> she did. All she heard was Thanos' speech. She's like, oh, she's shit. Like, yep, Thanos, yep. Yeah, she's like, all right, all right. That, that sounds great. Yeah, she turned you know, the movie off right there. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, no, you're supposed to see the rest of it. <laughs> this is a good plan. I think I could do this. It's like Phoebe, like Phoebe not seeing the end of Young uh, Old Yeller. <laughs> um, so the music was by Bear McCreary. So Interesting. Okay. For some odd reason, if you're ever listening to this, <laughs> congrats, you did it. <laughs> you won. You won. Um, no, the music was stellar in it. The visual effects, like I said, the visual effects are, are stunning in certain parts. Really, really great. But they they just, I don't know, like, they haven't really, to me, except for maybe Kong was pretty close, but, like, cracked the code of a big monster movie. Like, I still am really partial to the man in suit shit. You know, as cheesy as it was. Um, but when you try to make a serious monster movie... And the human beings are doing the the stupidest shit. It, yep. It's really difficult to um, to get into the movie. Like if they just made all the humans just fucking stupid, I'd be like, okay, it knows what it's doing. Like, I, okay, I can right. get behind this. But when they try to be serious and try to do science, you know, with the thing yeah. and all that, I'm just like, I don't believe any of this shit. 
you know, and here's the, this movie has a lot of the humans say one thing. Like there's a lot of exposition, right? Yeah. There's a lot of too let me explain talking, to you too much talking why talk. we're going to do this, why we're going to do this, and how we're going to do this, and the reason why we're going to do this, and then either do the exact opposite or contradict what I just fucking told you. So another time that this happens, besides the Rodan thing, is when um, Sarazawa is that how you say his I name? Think so yeah. Um. He, the guy who played was the dick employee in Billy Madison, is in this. He's really good. He is really good. Yeah. Um, I, I should get his name because that's not cool. Uh, what is his name? I don't know. His Wasn't name. he on uh, uh, West Wing? Brad, Brad, Bradley Whitford. Yeah, he was on West. Yes, Wing. he was on West Wing too. Um, but I just I know him from. He's really good in Billy Madison. <laughs> anyway, he's really funny in this. But he says right before Sarazawa goes to fire off the nuclear warhead to to quicken the revitalization of Godzilla. He says like, you know, it's a suicide mission, you know, if the if the radiation doesn't kill you kill you, the the the, the extreme heat would. Right. Right? And he describes it. So then what happens is he goes outside and I'm thinking like, oh, this'll be cool. He's walking up these ancient steps. It'll be cool to see his souls melting. That doesn't happen. Right. I'm like, okay. So he's about to turn on the nuclear warhead. He takes his fucking glove off. Like, why can't you just leave the glove on <laughs> Isn't it to hot? punch the dial pad? Aren't your fingers going to so melt? Then he takes the, so then he takes the gloves off. And then I'm like, okay, this is going to be really gross. Because as he's touching the, the keypad, I'm thinking his fucking skin's going to start to burn or smoke. That doesn't happen. Okay. So he sees Godzilla, and Godzilla looks at him. So he doesn't put it. He doesn't put his fucking glove back on. Why would you? Because your skin's not melting at this point, right? And neither is the radiation affecting your hand. So what does he do? He takes his fucking helmet off, right? And I'm like, okay, I'm still remembering what that guy said. Be like if the radiation Jones, doesn't kill you, just melted just like the yeah. Guy. That's what I'm picturing. If the radiation doesn't kill you, like the heat will. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, did you you time this with a minute left before the nuclear warhead? You're gonna sit there for 60 seconds in agony as your face melts <laughs> just so you can get a better look at Godzilla. Fuck that. But he takes his helmet off and nothing happens. He's gonna give nothing him a, happens. Gives him a kiss. <laughs> starts jerking off to him. I've waited this forever. Starts, I want to see what you taste like. Starts licking his face and shit. <laughs> Godzilla's like all shameful. It's like fuck. Godzilla's like. Uh, I don't like where this is going. I can't bite you. I'm not okay with this. I'm not feeling good right now. I'm not okay with this. This is not. I. This never happened, and I'm. I'm like a hundred thousand years old. This has never happened before, and I don't like any of this. I'm really embarrassed right now. This is how. This is how you get the. This is how you get evil Godzilla. Now, because he decided to take his helmet off and lick Godzilla. they just I don't like the cookie cutter humans. I don't like that. I don't it's like you need to decide what kind of movie you're making. Like you make it a monster movie or you making it a human emotional story with monsters in it. And it's like every time like you said, every time the humans weren't involved and the monsters were fighting or doing whatever, I was into it. And then it's then the fucking human would come on screen again and I would just go start sighing, like, Okay, get back to the monsters. You know, yeah, or in, stop doing stupid shit. In fact, take this two hour and fifteen minute movie and put it down to like thirty minutes and just have fucking monsters, you know, fighting. Like I'd be okay with that. Don't even have humans telling me what's going yeah, on. Put I'll it on the bottom of the screen like it. closed caption. Yeah, they really didn't need to explain all this shit. You know, I don't like that. I don't like when they treat audiences like idiots because 
the characters in the movie have been dealing with this shit for years, and so you have to believe that. They don't repeat the right. same shit over and over. Everybody in the room knows what's going on. They don't need to repeat it out loud. And we could figure it out. Like, oh, that machine there is controlling their emotions. Like, no, they have to, like, explain everything. And, um, and yeah, the Stranger Things girl was complete waste. Uh, waste. You know, in fact, like, oh, I'm mad at Daddy, so I'm going to hang out with Mom and do evil shit. Like, I'm going to activate these monsters. I'm okay with this, Mom. Like, let's do this. Like, I was right. like, what fucking sense is this? Right. You know? Well, that's that's not even the worst part. The Because, like, she's essentially a kid, right? So she's being obviously being somewhat manipulated by the mother, right? right? And using the son's, the, the brother's grief, as the brother's death as, as a, as a uh, catalyst for basically turning her to the dark side right. right but she realizes early on that like it's it's not going to happen um but uh but that's not the dumbest thing she does the dumbest thing she does is i i don't i don't understand maybe i missed it but what was the reason for her to take um the oh god what was the what was the mcguffin uh, that thing. No, oh, the, the I don't even remember what it's called now. I, it was, fuck. It was some stupid. Basically, thing. it sent out the alpha. The and, alpha. And the dumb thing is, they they said the name of that pe- that machinery. Yeah, like a hundred times. times. I don't remember. I don't remember what it is. It doesn't matter. Whatever that thing was that 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 put out the the alpha voice or whatever. Yeah. Um, she, I don't know what she was trying to accomplish by putting that in Fenway Park. I I don't. Oh, you mean the Stranger Things girl? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. And then, and then, and then that, the, the dumbest part was. I don't, I don't well, that. here's the dumb part. Well, no, the, the the worst part is that she's actually shocked and not prepared for like an exit strategy. <laughs> I don't understand yeah. what you were trying to do. I didn't know this was going like, to happen. Like she's like, oh shit! Here's the door. Well, you fucking called them. What do you think was going to happen? Yeah, I called. You called all of them. It's like she called all of them there. And then all like, of them. Now what am I going to do? <laughs> like, oh fuck! I didn't think that far. It's like you idiot. Like you, like you order pizza and the pizza delivery guy shows up. You're like, or what why are you didn't doing you here? put it in a boat? Turn the boat on and let the boat go out to sea. Fuck! It's like this. Well, f- they're in Boston, so yeah. Let's let's not, let it go. Possible. Let's let all seventeen come into the city and fuck it up. Like let's just. Put this machine right here. I mean, I'm I'm Idiots. on board if like you wanted all of them to come to Boston and like and they would fight up. or whatever. Right. But for you to call them all to Boston and then be shocked when you're like, Oh fuck, they're here. I don't know what you were what what you think was I don't, I don't understand I've said it like five times What'd already. You think was gonna what did you think was going to happen when you called all the monsters there? I, I, I don't know what what you and I then you don't know how you're getting out of there. Decision. <laughs> But I don't know what was going on there. But I mean, what's even worse, like, not even, I mean, it was so implausible was her actually getting out of there. They get there and they're like, we don't see her, but here's the box. We found the box and it's all broken. Right. We have two minutes to fix it. And I was like, okay. So they fix the, in the fucking, rain. They fix the fucking thing in the dark in the rain while the two beasts are fighting. But then I'm like, because all electronic, all electronic equipment really works and then when the, in the rain. Yeah. When you're trying to hijack they, it. So they fix it, and they do the thing, and then they're like, oh, I think I know where she went. She went home. And I'm like, how fast could that little girl run from that stadium to home, which could be miles and miles away? With no broken bones. With no, Yeah, not a, not a damn thing wrong with her. And she makes it all the way home and beats them there. And they drive there. Right. You know, and I'm like... And then... And then... And then... 
then she closes the door yeah. and just sits there and just like screams. Yeah, I'm safe. I'm safe behind this fucking wood door. You know? Like, <laughs> you know how to turn, you know how to jerry rig all that audio equipment at Fenway Park, but you didn't know in the in the event of an earthquake, you don't stand by the front door. <laughs> you saw a, a big metal 100-story building come down with the flick of a tail, and you're going to go hide in your piece of shit house. Like yeah, I don't go to the basement. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you have a basement. Go there. Yeah, at least go there. At least go underground somehow. You know. Well, so let's stand that's another. The, let's, that's another stupid let's thing. Stand in my doorway. Let's stand behind the front door. <laughs> let's see how this wooden door works against a 300 foot fucking monster <laughs> and all with this, three all heads. This heat. Yeah. With three heads that shoots lightning out of its fucking mouth. <laughs> this wooden door will do. Be okay, right? Right. And what about Mothra's? <laughs> Shellant's just spitting out all that jizz everywhere. All, <laughs> all the silk. Yeah, silk. That was pretty cool, actually, though. I mean, like, I thought it was pretty cool. I was like, oh, that's like what giant Spider-Man would do. <laughs> well, shoots it into the like the three-headed you know beast, and two of the heads get stuck, and the one's trying to get it out. Yeah, that was, Ghidorah. That was pretty cool. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I mean, even Ghidorah had his own music. Yeah, which is fucking Ghidorah awesome. Was awesome. Uh, from you know, again. Uh, homages to the Japanese um, composer that did it. But, uh, again, the, the army is really stupid. Just really fucking stupid. Was, was, there, um, a, was there an end credit scene in this thing? Because I walked out. I didn't stay. Um, there was. There was a there was a tease, like the, the animated credits before you got to the actual scrolling credits. Okay. So there's a mid... That would, that would be considered, like, the first tag, I guess. The last image you see is a wall uh, cave painting of Godzilla fighting Kong, um, oh. and then the, the the rolling credits and the rolling credits go, and then at the very end, uh, Tywin Lannister. <laughs> I don't know his name in this. <laughs> Tywin Lannister shows up. He's being walked through this place, and when he finally see, they stop and they open up the doors. He sees one of Ghidorah's heads because remember Godzilla uh, ripped it off. Oh yeah, and shot in, flames through it. No, no, no. That was a, that was the last one, but the one that he originally did from the very beginning before he got his ass kicked. Okay. When he spit that one out, they they went back and got that basically, and so Tywin shows so up. So is it fucking Jurassic Park now? With I'm I guessing guess. it's it's teasing a few things. It's either teasing the fact that um, they're going to use its DNA because they they mentioned that in this movie. Or they could actually do like a Mecha Ghidorah, which would be freaking funny. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Ghidorah was fucking awesome. Anytime he spread his wings and the lightning shot up, that was so badass. Yeah, yeah. That was, Again, the visuals are awesome in this movie. Yeah, it just that just you know just pisses you off. You know, like it's it's really hard to to it's really hard to judge this movie based on like. I went in just wanting to watch monsters just destroy each other, you know, and just get into me. And I got that. I got yeah. great visuals. The sound was stellar. Everybody sounded right. The, it just looked amazing, sounded amazing. But if the humans weren't so... Like, I can accept a little stupidity in this. Right. You have to. I mean, you have to accept the fact that these humans have no weapon whatsoever to destroy these things. Nope. And they just really just get in the way. And so, but 
I can accept a little stupidity, but don't make it so oblivious. Yeah. To like when you're telling me you're going to save all the humans or whatever, save you know all those people, and then speed up the process and kill them faster. <laughs> that's just dumb. Don't have one of your main characters take this thing that's basically like a homing beacon for all these Put monsters. It in the middle of the fucking city. Put it in the middle of the city and then be like shocked when the monsters That's get the there. Is, like I would have got on a boat, turned it on, and hit the throttle and jumped off and just let. That I would have the second I turned that fucking thing on. I would have hot. Well, actually, I would have hotwired a car first, then turned it on, then got back in the car and just fucking bolted out of the city. Yeah, it's really. But stupid. she's actually, she, she's actually, she's just sitting there, and then all of a sudden, like she, the static and everything starts coming from Ghidorah. And then she's like, oh, fuck, that's right. Like, she got stoned and forgot what she did. <laughs> Why are they here? Oh, yeah. I yeah, like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I turned this thing on. What was I supposed to do again? <laughs> fuck, I don't know. Maybe I'll just go home. I better go home. <laughs> Maybe I'll just run home. <laughs> Fucking stupid. All right, well, let's put that thing to bed. Um, uh, you wanna do, let's do the diversity rating okay. in this. Um, I think it was pretty diverse. Um, yeah, I do, too. I, I'm, I'll say light plethora, but I thought it was pretty diverse. I think it's light plethora too, but like <laughs> the best characters in this movie are not the white people. Sorry, <laughs> I'm not being racist. No, the not. white people are stupid in this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even Tywin's like even Tywin's kind of stupid in this. I keep calling him Tywin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only white guy I really liked in this was the the Bradley Whitford who yeah, played uh, Doctor Stan. He played uh, basically played the only person I really liked. Comedy relief. <laughs> yeah, but he did it really well. Yeah. He um, did. Like I, um, Aisha Hines, who played uh, Colonel Foster, the 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 black colonel okay. lady, yeah. she was awesome in yeah, this. She was awesome. Loved her in it. Yeah, she was. awesome. Um, I don't know how to say her name. Sadly, um, who played Doctor Chen and Doctor Ling? Oh yeah, I uh, liked her. Z Sang. I liked her. Zhang, I think is how she says it. Yeah. Of course, Ken. Uh, how do you say his last name again? Uh, Daniel Kim. Ken, no, no, Ken. Ken. Oh, Ken Watanabe. Yeah. He was really good in it, although his face should have melted off. I said Daniel Kim um, because he's in the other movie we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody, uh, I, I, I liked everybody else. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, uh, so anyway, so I, I'll go light, light uh, plethora too, but uh, um, I'm going to do only because the main characters were three, white. Uh, three chainsaws for me. Yeah. See, I was going to do the same thing. As much as we just shit on this movie. It's really fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, if movie. getting through, yeah, it's like getting through the commercials to get back to like twenty four or something. <laughs> you know, much. like the white, the the not the white, the god, the the humans. The humans are the commercials yeah, in this movie. Pretty much. Now, Just get through the humans. There's no de- if you could DVR it, just I'm fast like forward really, through the humans. Really hoping the next. I hope they can get to the next one. Because I'm looking. Well, at yeah, the, I mean, you want to do the. You want to make sure the that Titans the, fighting, the huge Titans fight each other. I always I thought at one point in time we would see Kong at some point in time, but they like mentioned him I, so many times. It would have been funny if he got there late to the party and everyone already left and he's just standing there. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, all Where's right, I'll everybody, I'll fuck him up. Like fuck he does, the, he does the uh, far away. he does like the Joker thing. Yeah. You know when the Joker like hits the hits the button and it doesn't blow up right away. He's like, what the hell? And he throws it. He, he flaps his arms like, where the hell is everybody? <laughs> yeah. It's like I was gonna beat some ass. He's like fucking yeah, skull. I was far away. Okay, it took me a long time to get here. Yeah, not everybody can swim underwater, Godzilla. Nobody, can, nobody can fly. Nobody else can yeah. swim. Can't fly. I'm just really hairy. <laughs> it took, you know, monkeys can't swim. Okay, it took me a long time to get here. <laughs> you know how long it took me to find two aircraft carriers that I can use I as just like jet skis? Laid on my back and just like 
kicked as hard as I floated. Could. <laughs> exactly. All right. Enough of that um, shit. So yeah, three lightsabers for us. Yeah. For both uh, lightsabers and chainsaws. You got it. Again, mainly just for spectacle. Yes. Um, I do think it's worth a watch for IMAX um, because of the because of the action. Um, yeah, don't don't go in this thinking you're gonna you're gonna see a great movie. No. Just go into this thinking like I'm. If you want to watch like if you want to turn your and I suggest do turning your brain off because if you actually think about this movie like I did when the shit was happening, you, you would be mad. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but then I saw but then I saw Godzilla and Mothra yeah. basically having sex yeah. <laughs> in front of everybody. Like, this is awkward. Yeah, I'm like, okay, you got me back. You got me back in this. <coughs> I'm right. back with you. Enough of that shit. So another movie right, that so, came out on Netflix, right, over the yeah, weekend. Yeah, this is the other movie that makes it Asian casserole. And we've been, uh, I mean, I saw a trailer for this a little while back. I mean, you've talked to it to me extensively. I've I've kind of looked into it and all that. But, I, I mean, I, I didn't expect very much because... It's not a, you know, it didn't get in theaters. You know, it is a Netflix movie, which, not to say yeah. Netflix movies can't be, like, awesome, but most of the time they're like, oh, okay, I understand why it's on Netflix and not... Yeah, you know, Netflix is... Money. Yeah, the thing with Netflix is they, they hadn't cracked the code yet. No. Um, well, we always use that term, because there's been some movies where it's, like, hit and miss, um, but most of their best stuff is TV shows and documentaries. Well, I mean, their TV shows and documentaries are stellar. Uh, this is what bothers me about this this movie. Um, ne- I wish Netflix didn't have this movie. I wish Amazon Prime did because they they Why? T- because they take chances on movies. They put them out in theaters, even if it's a limited run. They've done it. They did it with the Manchester by the Sea. They did it with the Big Sick. They did it with a couple oh, okay. of movies that were very well <coughs> received. They put them out in theaters for a very short amount of time, and then they put them right on Amazon Prime. And those movies like won awards and all sorts of shit. I don't think that this one's that far off. I really thought, I mean, I watched it, and I was like, fuck, I wish this wasn't on Netflix. I wish I would have saw this in the theater with my wife. I think she really would have enjoyed it. Um, You know, I'd like to see these people, uh, all these people in this movie be represented, you know, in the theater and all that stuff. But whatever. I mean, I... I watched it on Netflix in my bed, so that was very, very convenient. And uh, right. I really enjoyed it. And then, surprise, surprise, at the very end, it fucking nailed me in the head. And I didn't think that was going to happen at all. I thought... Well, let's let's get the yeah. boring shit. There's yeah. only one boring shit thing out of the way, right. and that's Rotten Tomatoes. And because it's on Netflix, um, technically it's a wide release. Um, right. But uh, uh, it, it's only 32 reviews, and it's at 91% yes. right now. So... Um, my initial reaction is, um, I, I think I've said this sh- on the show before, where I really try to watch something if it's you know if there is rep- Asian representation in it. I try to take the fact that I'm Asian out of it somehow, mm-hmm. and not either love it too much or be so you know be so blind just because mm-hmm. it's Asian and I just want to love it because it's Asian, right? Um, so I did that with Crazy Rich Asians. Um, I enjoyed that movie. I, I related to um, Constance Wu's character more uh, mm-hmm. before before she left to go to that wedding um, because the the I, I I'm not rich, <laughs> right, <laughs> so right. I don't know what that issue is, you know. And but there are things in that movie that 
that they got, they understood, like where the mother is talking to Constance Wu, I forget her name in the movie, but talking to her in that uh, in that department store. Mm-hmm. And she says like, well, technically you don't belong in both worlds. You don't belong with all Asian people and you don't belong with all the white people in America. Because you're, 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 you know, you're both. You, you speak perfect English. Yeah. You don't know how to, you don't know how to speak Chinese. You don't know their culture. You're adapted to American culture, but you don't look, you know, white right. or whatever, you know. And I really understood that. Like that was something that really isn't on screen a lot, yeah. Um, yeah. ever. I agree. But you know, about eighty-five percent of that movie, or seventy-five percent of the movie, I, it just didn't speak to me. This movie did um, because it wasn't about something extravagant. It wasn't rich successful well actually Ellie Wong is successful in this but they really downplay that a lot yeah um, yeah uh, they don't I mean yeah she lives in a nice home and knows famous people but I think that is just something that leads to to move the plot along especially the well, amazing cameo in this time goes on too, you find out that she's really not all about success she just loves what she does and it was the guy that she was with where she kind of right. molded to what he liked and what he was all about so, but she's—I mean, she didn't give a shit whether she was successful or not. She just enjoyed, you know, being creative. What she was doing, do, do, yeah, right. what she was doing. <coughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, I, so that's my initial reaction is that I—I I really it, this really spoke to me um, in, in a way that hasn't a movie hasn't really spoken to me made in America since like the Joy Luck Club. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, no, I agree. Like, I—I I don't know a lot about Asian culture other than what kind of like you tell me and, and then also from the joy luck club like very little you know representation but i i watched this movie and they took a very simple story and they you know there was no twist or anything to it it was predictable like you knew what was going to happen and and all this shit there was no twist and turns and all that but it was just a really good well, most romantic comedies are it's just yeah, how you get there right it is how you get there but this time around it's like they they added a lot of authenticity uh, for you know a different culture, you know it was kind of a different template, um, and and how they here's the here's the yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I, here's what the best thing about this movie is is uh, I read I, I read a review after I watched the movie and I wanted to see what the negative reviews were mm. and I can't remember if it was a white woman or a white male, but it was a negative review and they said that this movie has a lot of stereotypical. Asian things in it and I'm thinking like what what are you talking about because here's here's the here's the difference between a white guy writing uh, Kim's parent is it Kim is her name Kim in this her last name Kim I think I can't remember Uh, sorry I should have this up Um, well her name's Sasha yes no uh, Kim is uh, Marcus Uh, Marcus Marcus Kim Marcus 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 is Randall Park Ellie Wong is Sasha Tran right so um, so I read this review, and I'm like thinking, you know, if a white guy wrote that uh, trans parents only cared about money and success, right, they would have took it a step further where they would have added that they would have upped the level of of how dick how dick parents they were for leaving her behind, but now all of a sudden came back because she was successful. Right. Right? I feel like if a white guy or a white woman wrote that part, that's what they would have done to make it stereotypical. They cared. They cared, those parents cared about money because it is it is a an Asian thing to watch those parents care about the money. But they cared about the money so that they could take care of her. That's right. Not thinking like not thinking like I lost all this time with her. She should be happy that I. But they're so oblivious to it because 
in that culture, it's or in my culture too, it's like they just want they they value they think the kid should value the fact that I can't play ball with you or I can't play dollhouse with you, but the fact that I'm putting a roof over your head and you don't have to worry about food is more important than that. Right. And then the kid is just thinking like I just wanted to spend time with you, right? Right. So the Asian person who writes this just plays that along where when they come back at the end of the movie I was like, oh, here's that fucking thing. And I and I forgot about it, that yeah. it wasn't white writers. And I was like, here's that fucking bullshit twist where the parents want to come back because now he's, she's rich and successful. But I, and nope. Because I'm so used to it. Yep. I'm so used to a white guy writing what other races or cultures think that I forgot. And then the twist came. And the twist came early, too. I should have uh, – or the, the turning the stereotype on its head should have happened – it happened a lot sooner too, and I should have remembered that part because in the very beginning of the movie, I told you about this. <coughs> uh, Marcus is in his room and he's like dancing and smoking pot, and he he's, and the dad comes in and the dad's like, "What are you doing? We got to go." And he says, "I'm smoking weed and dancing. You want to join me? <laughs> Dance contest." And he's like, "Oh well, in case." And now, like I, f- I felt like if again a white guy or a white He'd woman like, wrote this, fuck are you doing? she would have been like all p- like the you know the old yeah the old like. You know, disapproving, you know, Asian parent. But instead, he's like, "Well, if you th- you, you didn't tell me it was a, co- uh, a dance contest, let me let me show you my moves." And he starts dancing poorly, and it's fucking hilarious, hilarious because you're so used to uh, you know somebody who's not part of that culture write that. And I'm not saying that parents, some Asian parents, are like that. I'm just saying that being Asian American is what made that part great because you could see the American influence right. in that, you know, it flips it upside down. It did. It's not in it your face. It did because I didn't expect that either. <coughs> like from my point of view, when he came in the room, I was like, oh, that he's just going to chew that guy out. He's going to say, you're a piece of shit. Get out of your, right. get out of this room. Go get a job or whatever. And he didn't do that. It made me laugh. And then it made me think, well, wait a minute. Their, their relationship is pretty tight. Like they just lost their mom a little bit ago. So like, he feels this obligation to be around his dad and like, you know, I'm sure there's some appreciation there and all that. And, but he does want his son to get out there and do things. But at the same time, he loves having him there, you know? And so it's not a get the fuck out of here and go get a job thing. It's just like, Oh, you're funny. Like, yeah, I'll do a dance contest with you or whatever. And I don't know. I, I took it like that, but you know, I, I thought it was just refreshing. There was a lot of refreshing things about the movie that, are not your stereotypical shit. So how about how um, how talented Randall Park is, dude? I you know the first time I ever saw him, he did that little bit part on The Office. But he's awesome on you know fish uh, fresh off the boat, and he's done little bits parts here and there from different movies. He's been in both MCU and DCU. Yes, he has. Um, um, and he's great in both. Um, but he always does the comedy, and he, he's good in comedy in this. But now he's a leading man. He's not a supporting character. It is more subdued, um, and it's very witty and funny, and and we're like, we're with him the whole ride. Like, anything that happens, oh, God, with the shit with Keanu Reeves, like, anything that happens, like, (laughs) we would say and do the same fucking shit. Yeah. You know? We were like, is everyone watching this right now? This is weird. He's like, I'm still fucking hungry. Yeah. Yeah, that was okay. I, I, I got to say that I've got to, like, when I watch this movie, and this is true, there's that there's that trope that's really racist, honestly, that says an Asian man can't be a leading right. actor, especially in a romantic comedy. Right. And I'm telling you right now, and I'm not being biased about this, 
and that's how I try to look at the movie. Yeah, there's things in it that speak to me because of my culture, but if you take a step, I think this guy's fucking charming as hell. Yeah, he is. And I, I can honestly say, like, I would probably watch anything that he's in uh, moving moving forward. Yeah, like, I, no, and he's not your, like, stereotypical character. He's got a lot of, um, he's really witty, you know, he's really, he is really charming and stuff. He's really funny, but also you could see, like, like when he was vulnerable and shit. You get, like he's a, he's a really good actor. I was very very impressed, and like I was sitting there going like, wow, I wonder if he, you know, was part of the group that put this movie together. I wonder if he executive produced this. I wonder if he he wrote it. He co wrote it with exactly, Ali Wong. Exactly. See, I didn't know that before the, the before the movie. And when I watched it and wrote it to the end, I was like really pleasantly surprised that. He was the one that put it together, just like the guy. He also co-wrote all the songs. Yeah. The, oh fuck, that's the songs. Oh my god, he's a really good musician. The tennis ball too. song. Shit. Yeah, he is, and he can actually like we were just talking about the dance contest, and he started like I don't know what that is. Is he that raving? Fucking, is that what? He can. He can dance too, dude. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and that that's part of the San Francisco culture. Apparently, I, I wasn't. I didn't grow up around that time, and that was like kind of the music. Apparently, in there. I guess. Was I that mean, true? Poetry, I don't know. Poetry slams and shit like that. You know, but he's really fucking talented. Yeah, he is. Like, really talented. I was like, I the, believe the, this the, guy. I, I punched yeah. Keanu Reeves is like my new favorite song. Oh, my God. That's so fucking funny. It is fucking hilarious. Yeah. And it was it was Keanu Reeves' idea to do that song. Really? Yeah. How did they get... How did <laughs> he's they, like, you should I do mean, a like, song I, at the end I want to do a deep dive now because I want to know how they got him to, to be in it because he pulls... They wrote... An amazing... They, Ellie Wong... Ellie Wong says that I think it was Ellie Wong who said this, um, but they said we wanted to give um, we wanted to keep it as diverse as possible and keep as many Asians as possible. And Kiana and, and they were like trying to find like the biggest, the biggest star, <laughs> and the, the most handsome star <laughs> that would also you know. And Kiana's Kiana's Asian. Nobody really talks yeah, about it. Yeah. Kiana is Asian, so um, Asian American, I should say. Um, so they they. They wrote the part with him in mind, and they asked him to do it, and he fucking said yes. That's and the time frame in which – so when you see Kenny Reeves in this movie, he's taking like a week break from filming John Wick 3. That's nuts, man. So it, I, think they, I think they said he filmed it over four days, and he ad-libbed about like 80% of the lines. That's awesome. The part where he takes the vase and puts it over his head – and he starts like talking about all that shit afterwards. Completely improvised. That's awesome. So to to and Keanu Reeves has been known to be like a the, just an amazing, just nice awesome guy, guy yeah. right? And so to watch him in this role because they do throw that shit in there after they get into that fight, he fucking gets him an Uber, but he gets him a shitty Uber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like he's still a nice. I mean, yeah, they made him a little douchey, but he's like he's like still that guy you want to hang out with. You're like. Right. He's not that bad. He's not that douchey. He's just a little pretentious and a little out there and quirky or whatever, almost like Prince or something like that. Dude, the scene where he's hilarious. the scene, that scene where I don't think I've ever laughed so hard at anything Keanu Reeves has ever done. The scene where he's sitting down with the headphones on <laughs> and he's eating, and eating the yeah. <laughs> so funny. And he's just far. He starts yelling. And he's like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that 
that scene was so fucking hilarious. That whole, yeah, that reminded me of the like the Parks and Rec episode when they went to go get drinks and everything was like gaseous shit or a gelatin, <laughs> a gelatin, yeah, 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 or a spray. So they actually got a real Asian American chef to do all the food in this movie. That's awesome. So when she does the uh, when they do the the that restaurant with all the pretentious food <sighs> with like she, there is. They that's actual real food that the um, that a real chef like wow. a real chef uh, did, and so like she's actually like in a way the way that the food that she came up with the ridiculous food is she's kind of calling out some of her like colleagues a little bit yeah like kind of ribbing them a little bit for doing stupid shit with food yeah I don't know you know the the food that like the, like I said I mean this is a spoiler but you know the 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 mother of the one of the main leads, you know, passes away and, and it leaves like this rippling effect and everything. And, uh, but it, it was really cool how <coughs> in the end <coughs> it came right back around to that. So was, I wasn't expecting that, especially with the food. I, I was like, Oh my God. And I, I was expecting that her to do because, because remember, uh, Marcus calls her out for like, you know, saying like, we're all about authentic food and like to dim some places authentic. Right. Right. So I thought, I thought that's what the food was going to be was the dim sum. And then she, you know, is doing the, the Kim J or whatever. Yeah. <coughs> and then she flips the fucking menu over and I fucking lost it. Yep. Started crying. I did too. Started crying like in the beginning of up. Yep. Because it, he, she named it after, you know, yep. the mom. And, oh my God. Uh, oh my God. I fucking I, lost it. I fucking lost it. I did too. I, and I'm like, <coughs> I was like, why? <coughs> I didn't even lose it when, I didn't even lose it. Like I was slowly crying when Tony died. Yeah. But the second she flipped over that menu, I just lost it. Yeah. I just, luckily I was watching it by myself. I couldn't bl- <laughs> so was I at like, at like five thirty this morning, I put it on <laughs> and by seven o'clock I was bawling. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the shit? I'm like, this is a very charming, sweet movie. And like, oh, they're going to get together. There's so many funny things in this movie. Like the first time they have sex. Oh, God. And she's and Ali Wong's like, your car smells like Parmesan. Parmesan. (laughs) That was my favorite. And then and then without missing a beat, he's like, oh, that's because I have a I have Parmesan in the glove compartment. Yeah. (laughs) And like, like that's a that's for, for some reason, the truth is weirder than the fact that his car smells like like he he should have just made something up would have been better like oh yeah I, I dropped like a meatball sub and that would have been like more understandable but <laughs> then goes, he tells the truth because well, he goes that's because it's parmesan <laughs> yeah he tells the truth yeah. and then you're thinking why do you have a block of parmesan in your glove compartment yeah, that's, that's just fucking weird for like parmesan emer- like for meatball sandwich emergencies <laughs> or something <laughs> like the truth was worse than the lie yeah it was awesome <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, how about the fact that they went to Burger King after sex? Oh God, it was so awkward. And then I was thinking, and then I, and then like I paused up, like, oh wow, those are really Burger King like two like what was it two thousand prices or whatever yeah. the year was when yeah. But but what I thought immediately before that was, oh my God, Burger King's in this and in Avengers. Uh, oh God, it is. That's right. How much money do they spend? Shit. Yeah. So. But or an Iron Man, I should say. I don't think they were actually in Avengers. But God. when they say cheeseburgers in Endgame, I'm immediately thinking of Burger King. Right, right, exactly. Because that's what we saw him eat. That's right. Or, so anyway, so Burger King, King. Was it Burger King or Carl's Jr. It was no, it was Burger, it was King. Burger King. Okay. Yeah. So 
That's awesome. So Burger King was in Iron Man, and now Burger King is in one of my favorite rom-com movies. Good job, Burger King. <laughs> you make me want to eat a Whopper now. No, I, you know, even though you expect them to get together, the, the journey is interesting. I mean, because they're completely in different parts of their lives when they hook, you know, right. when they meet each other again. And you're like, how the hell are they going to get back together? But they make it work. I mean, they have really good chemistry. I do have one problem that they were friends since they were what, like six years old, yeah. And throughout high school, then high school is the first time they have sex, right? Like, like they're eighteen, of high school. yeah, yeah. Like and they then, graduated, so they've been friends for double digit, best friends for double digit years. Yeah, you're basically the her, her parents are basically your parents, and vice versa. You have sex for the first time. You say something dickish because your mom died, and they never talk again. Yeah, I found that a little strange, too, but but at the same time, like, I look back, and I remember I had a couple falling out with friends in high school, and I haven't even talked to them since, you know, and it was something even stupid. But were they your best friend from... They, Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, there were people I knew for a while, but because we had very different views, or we had a boyfriend, or we had something that would, that cut everything off, because there was a huge Mm -hmm. argument or something like that. That has happened to me. So I wasn't surprised over that. I was like... I thought it was a little weird. I, mean, I, I, was, I don't think I... It, I couldn't do that. <clears throat> I mean, I was really... Well, yeah, because they lived next door to each other, too. So it's like, wait a minute. You right. mean you didn't see each other over the holidays or, like, you know, any of that shit? They had to kind of explain it a little bit to where, like, she didn't come back because she just wanted, you know, well, her best friend chewed her out and, and her parents are overbearing. She's like, fuck this. I need to get out of here. You know, well, you so, mentioned your best friend. Let's talk about Veronica because oh, they were all three of them were friends since they were kids too. Yes, um, Veronica steals the show almost every time. Veronica is awesome. Yeah, can we make can we make royal diaper thing? <laughs> That'd be amazing. I loved her since that first line. Yeah, and she's like, yeah. you know, she's wearing that royal diaper. I'm like, royal diaper. That's awesome. <laughs> Genius. So, uh, yeah, she, she, you know, the father's really good in this too. Yeah. The, uh, uh, oh, what the hell's his name? Um, everybody, everybody in the movie is solid. Like there isn't a bad, there isn't a bad or, or, or a weak link or anything like that. Um, everything is really, you know, was really well done and, um, and really well written. So I actually look forward to seeing you know, what other shit that these guys are going to come up with. Because it like when I watched the big sick, I don't know if you ever saw that. Yep. I did. Um, it was really good. Really, really enjoyed that too, because he fucking wrote that. And so like he wrote the cultural stuff in there mm. and it was interesting and funny and all that. And um, so I not, not stereotypical. No, absolutely not. And we need more of that stuff. You know, we need more representation like that. We've been, we've been singing, the, you know, we've been yelling at, at, uh, up to the sky for years over this stuff and it's like taking this long to finally I mean it's still a pretty small amount and few and far in between but when it comes it's like we really gotta uh, yell from the rooftops and whatnot. this movie I, I really fucking enjoyed this movie it's not like the best thing since sliced bread it's not the best thing I've ever seen it's just <coughs> a very solid story well acted it was fucking hilarious at times and it's probably something I'll probably watch you know, in a couple of months, I'll watch it again because I'm like feeling like, oh, I really want to feel good. And well, here's the thing: like we've always said about romantic comedies, it's really difficult to do something that stands out because right. it's it's just a simple formula. Like 
depending on what the relationship of the two people who end up falling in love at the end, right? That's why Sleepy's in Seattle was very different because at that type of story, had you knew they were going to get together at the end, but the fact that it's the journey, how they meet, yeah. yeah, the journey was so unique, right? This one, like, it's always like you know, like uh, what is another movie with uh, Ryan Reynolds, um, like Just Friends or Just Friends, right? <coughs> kind of like that, where in high school they lose touch and then they get back together again. It's how how they get, and that movie is like more slapstick and yeah. you know, dick and fark jokes. But it's I, I enjoy that movie. I think it's funny. Um, I think he's I think he's really charming in that and good. And the same thing with this is the journey of how they get to the very end is you, you knew the the money thing was going to be a, uh, an issue at some point in time, which that was to somewhat to predictable. An it was. I mean, they didn't put it in your face, you know. No, but everything that they did to get to that point was different. And when you throw in something where people don't understand, you know, or don't experience that culture and you throw that into a movie, for other people that's, like, unique. And then for me, it's like, oh, my God, this is on this is on it. Well, it should have been on a big screen, but right. You know, this is a movie that was made out of something that I understand. I guess it's that fun. Like the part where he, <clears throat> the part where he, um, they, they both say like, the, you know, the people at the dim sum place, the, the ladies, um, are mad because you're Asian and they, you don't know how to speak Chinese or, right, you know, right. or don't know how to order the dim sum. And like, I completely understood that reference Yeah, because I, I have a horrible Chinese accent and, I barely know any of the foods, and trying to describe it to them is they get pissed. Right, <laughs> right. Annoyed. No, completely it's, understood it. It's stuff like that, though. It's like they they walked a very fine line between, you know, yeah, it was, there was a lot of cultural references in it that people like me and stuff didn't get, or or they would, or I guess you could kind of figure it out by by watching it on multiple viewings or whatever. But or now you know, though. But then, yeah, they, they just but also have it appeal to a wide audience. So, like, this movie, I thought, really appealed to a wide audience. Um, wide. Wide, not white. <laughs> wide <laughs> uh, to, to a lot of different people. But white, too. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That's what see, I mean. It's, because it, here's, here's the funny thing, right? Yeah. Here's the funny thing. There's more people in America, right, that, that experience Asian culture every day, almost, right? Yep. There's more people in America that experience that. There's less people that know what it's like to work for NASA. Yeah. And we just accept the fact that we're watching Apollo 13 and we accept everything that they're saying is what NASA's like. And you're okay with that. So why the fuck wouldn't it be okay if, you know, you learn about something that your neighbor is? Right. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. You accept you accept all that shit, scientific stuff about NASA that you have no fucking clue what they're talking about. You're just like, okay, it's, that's it's so annoying. cool. They did it with Black Panther. They did it with Captain Marvel. I mean, <coughs> really super... I mean, really, really bad. Um, no, no, no. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, for Hollywood to to make it think like, oh, people aren't going to oh, enjoy this movie right, because, because of, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, but because they won't accept it, or people won't like understand it, or they won't get it, or make they won't they won't accept it or get it just because it's not it's different. I'm like, well, there's more Asian people in America than NASA employees. Yeah. You know, or or people that I don't know, whatever. Like, or, or or just stop putting, you know, cultural uh, stereotypical things in movies that you know are either like are not true or things that we joke about all the time. You know, like don't make them a butt of, a butt of jokes. 
you know. Well, there's nobody really that follows the stereotype in this movie, really. Like, Marcus Kim doesn't. Sasha Tran really doesn't. They don't. I mean, yeah, they cook Asian foods, but but so what? That's not really a stereotype, right? They're Americans. They don't follow any stereotype. Marcus Kim. They're Americans. Marcus Kim is a is a you know mid mid thirty late thirties or mid thirties like adult that still wants to write music and play in a band and smoke weed. <laughs> You're like, what's wrong That's with like that? Any, You're like, what's wrong yeah, with that? It <laughs> sounds pretty good. Doesn't, so who cares if he's Asian? It doesn't really matter. He's right. just, just a dude. You know. Um, so <laughs> Daniel Day Kim is a dick in this. <laughs> he kind of is. Yeah. But that dude's like four, almost 50 years old. Yeah. Looks that dude's a handsome guy. God, I know. It's, that guy's a handsome guy, off. dude. It pisses me off. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like mad. When he walks in, you're like, oh, that's 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 Daniel Day Kim. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'm watching it because I think he walks in in slow motion, right? Yeah. And you're like thinking, why isn't this guy in leading shit? That's a good looking guy. He he very well could be. I mean, he's he a, should he's be a good actor. Um, I mean, he had him in that stupid Y Five O show for a while, but yeah, you know, and he was in Lost. I I loved his. Character in Lost. I loved him in Lost. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. <coughs> his uh, his story arc, or I don't know, everybody's story arc kind of ended shitty, but his story arc was good. It was pretty interesting. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Um, anyway, I I really enjoyed this movie. I, I kudos to Netflix. I hope they just keep pumping out these things, um, but in, in a way that's not over the top. I mean, just keep keep the form, keep everything. You know. Um, I, I hate to like bring up shit like Medea and stuff like that, where it's like so outlandish and weird. I mean, I don't mind that stuff, but I like. I, but is that really the culture? Like, is that something that's like I don't normal? Know. Like, I don't know. I don't know either. And uh, I, but, I felt that this was there was a truth to this. There was a lot of truth. <coughs> well, I think that's. I think I think that's that's not the same thing because that's a character that they're doing. Right, they're, right. They're, it's a pair. Yeah, and so it's not. I don't think they're trying to take it. Not that this movie is seriously either, but like I think, I think with the Medea stuff, it's it's not meant for us. Like, you have know, you who, seen like what what women want and what I mean? I, I haven't seen. I haven't seen any of that. I need to, start, but that's fine. Yeah, I need to watch some of that stuff though because I don't that, know. That doesn't not everything like it's, it's it's no different than it's no different than if like this movie completely fucking sucked. I'm like, okay, the problem, and that should be fine too. It's it's okay to make a shitty movie. Right, that has a bunch of Asians in it. Why? Because you guys make sh- white people make shitty movies all the fucking time. <laughs> right, right. So, but the 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 difference is is that if an Asian American movie does shitty, now some white suit is going to say, "All right, well, we're not going to make Asian movies, Asian American movies anymore. Let's just stick to all the white movies." Right. That's the difference. Because if fucking if Suicide Squad fucking tanks and everybody fucking hates it, well, guess what? We're going to make Justice League anyway. Yep. You know. Yep. If Crazy Rich Asians fucking blows and tanks at the box office, well, guess what? Always Be My Baby doesn't get made. It's going to take 20 years to get, yeah, see something. You know, new. that's the difference. That's the fucking difference. Yeah, it's it's not true. that, it's not that like, very every true. every female-led movie, every non-white movie needs to make a shit ton of money. It should fail. You know, some should fail because that's just what happens. Not everything is going to be awesome. But the fact that there's but so much should, pressure to fail. be awesome... It just should fail for the right reasons. If it's a shitty movie... Well, it's a shitty movie, yeah. and that's fine. That's fine that it's a shitty movie. <clears throat> Why? Because for every one Asian-American movie that, that's American, 
that's that's made in Hollywood, I can give you like fucking four hundred shitty white people movies. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's you know, totally so and that and that's the difference. Yeah. That's the biggest that difference is, the difference, is that right. all these movies have to be great. Like if Black Panther tanked, it would be so it would be so damning for any. If Black Panther tanked, Shang Chi's not getting made. Yeah. Oh God, I'm so excited about that. You know that 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 won't happen. Yeah. You know, yeah. Luke Cage probably doesn't even get greenlit. Yeah, yeah. That's very so cool. that that's the difference. Yeah. But we're gonna see fucking Iron Fist, regardless. <laughs> you know, you just keep pumping out Iron Fist, even yeah. though everybody fucking hates that. Yeah. Not a missed opportunity. So again, that like it's it's okay to be like I, I want the day where it's like oh. Um, well, I mean, not that it needs to be called out, but I want a day where, like, yeah, okay, oh, yeah, that cast was all Asian-American. It sucked. That's fine. Right. Make another one. Right. Not, oh, my God, it sucked. We're never going to see one for another 50 years. Exactly. Yep. So, anyway, let's review this one. Let's, uh, all right. Um, this I, cast, even though it's full of Asian-Americans, it's very diverse. Very diverse. They're, it's not um, just Asians no, in this movie. No, it's a plethora. It's, it's, it's San Francisco, and they played San Francisco very, very well. Um, yep. and, uh, um, so yeah, I, I say plethora and I also say, um, I'm going to give it four and a half, uh, chainsaws. <clears throat> um, I'm going to, I'm going to give it four and a half too. Um, I really can't find anything wrong with this movie. Um, other than just being, other give... than just being predictable is all. I mean, I, I, I guess that's maybe that's not fair, but like if yeah. I probably would have gave it a four, but that fucking ending hit me in the gut and I was like, God damn it. That was genius. Yeah, that ending alone gets one full lightsaber for me. For sure. So, um, and we're pretty good at predicting the, you know, seeing shit coming a mile away. But I really got thrown off by the whole dim sum thing. Yeah. I really thought like he was going to walk in and it's going to look like that little shitty dim. Sh- the shittier the place that looks, usually the dim sum is better, right? And that's yeah. what ends up happening. And they did. So one I thought like they did something ten times better. We were like, fuck. Yeah. I when they did when he said the authentic dim sum thing, I was like, okay, that's what's going to be at the end. And they threw me for, I'm like, I should have saw that coming, but I didn't because the dim sum line threw me off and thought, okay, that's what it's going to be. So kudos for throwing (laughs) us off. (laughs) Yeah. We got you, you, bitch. (laughs) So four and a half lightsabers for both. Um, Excellent. So that'll, that'll end our first ever Asian American casserole or Asian, Asian Asian casserole. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't sound very good. No, I don't know. I, don't, I guess we have. I don't to, want. It. I don't want. Could you imagine like fortune cookies in a tuna casserole? You're like, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want that. That should never be made. This sounds awful. That's basically like what um, Sasha was thinking of uh, Jenny's food. Oh God, that was, that was fucking. <laughs> fucking had Vienna sausages. She's like, Are these Vienna sausages? She's like, Yeah. <laughs> She's all smiling and shit. And some kind of like spaghetti sauce bullshit. Yeah. Vienna sausages. Literally, she. Could if have you don't said, know what Vienna sausages are, they're fucking. They're, they're fucking supposed. Disgusting. They're they're called Vienna sausages. But you can spread them like mayo. <laughs> yes, you can. And most people just open it up like a can of sardines and they just eat it. They're just fucking gross. I used to I used to eat them. I remember <laughs> Vienna sausages and that like pork ham spread. Oh, that's. I, I don't know what it's called. I'm gonna throw. But it I remember that mouth. going to. <laughs> <laughs> I used to, my dad used to get those all the time when we drove to like big oh. family vacations. Oh god, it's and gross. he would eat he would eat that and saltines. Oh saltine god, crackers. that sounds so gross. So I would eat like saltine. I would eat saltine Vienna sausage <laughs> sandwiches. <laughs> 
I mean, the way she said, like, is this a Vieta sausage? She might as well have said, is this a fucking dog turd in here? <laughs> <laughs> just dog shit? Yeah, is this, did you, you want put me to eat dog, dog shit, shit? here? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, and when man. she's just like, mm, so good, she's like, oh, my God, Sasha loves my food. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Vienna <bitch>. sausages. <laughs> Vienna <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. We'll end on Vienna sausages. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, we are one away from 200, and we have a very special 200th episode coming out next week. Uh, we are very, very excited because this is somebody that we've wanted to talk to a very, very long time, and so we're excited to actually have uh, have her on our 200th episode next week. So stay tuned for that. Anyway, anything else you want to add? No, we're good. All right. Well, that was episode 199 of Chew on This Unnerged United Podcast. I'm BJ. Until next time, folks, chew on that. Later.